There's only one thing I hate more than lying. Skim milk, which is water that's lying about being milk. Welcome back to another episode of Fresh Takes. Joe Kerwin on the mic, Chuck Nichols on the ones and twos. Joe, today we're talking about milk bills. We've had a lot going on in the state house that is trying to boost the dairy industry here in Pennsylvania. One of the bills dealt with getting whole milk back in schools. Some other things to promote milk opportunity zones. You have a bill in here that really it makes a lot of sense. Seems like it's a common sense thing and it would really help out the people in milk collection. Can you talk to us about what's going on here, what your bill's about, and, and why you introduced this? Hey, Chuck. So the first thing I want to say is I do want to confess that I am not a milk drinker. Never liked it, never really drank it. Love cheese, love ice cream. Not a milk guy. But nonetheless, we are working on some important things and have worked on some important things in the Ag Committee, one of those being putting whole milk back in Pennsylvania schools. So, like I said, I'm not a milk drinker, but I do come from an ag-heavy district, 125th, and there are a lot of dairy farms. As long as you're all right with the ice cream and the cheese, the, 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 as long as the products are there, then it's all right. It's, it's those that just can't stand any milk that we have a problem with. Right. Look, I'm getting there. Like, I started drinking milkshakes now. Like, in, you know, if the milkshake— The farm mil- show will do this to you. Exactly. Exactly. It was one of my guilty pleasures so far this session was going to the farm show. Now, i got to say that— I kind of have an addiction to farm show milkshakes. Vanilla and chocolate twist is the best. And, and the dairy farmers of Pennsylvania are loving, loving you for it. And so I'm sure that's why they heard about your milkshake addiction and they came to you and said, we need help with this. What's going on here? Exactly. I want to show support for the dairy farmers. And the 125th, and there's no better way than uh, going to the farm show and getting a lot of milkshakes. Uh, but, no, the, the, the bills that we passed out of the Ag Committee are great, like putting whole milk back in schools. And it's something that was in schools prior to 2010, but Congress passed the Healthy Hunger Free Kids Act, uh, which amended nutrition standards in the Child and Adult Care Food Program and the National School Lunch Fo- Food Program. Um, I was actually in school at the time when this happened, and if you recall correctly, this was uh, – Michelle Obama championing this, then First Lady of the United States, and quite frankly, she made school lunches not that great. Certainly a little bit more nutritious, but certainly a lot less appealing to kids who are trying to uh, get uh, get their education and, and, and get a little break from it at lunchtime. Right, and if you're like me, like lunchtime is the, my most favorite part of the day. <laughs> And she really took that away from me. <laughs> it certainly was during my schooling, but I, I, I can say that at least I was out of school by the time Michelle Obama hit. <laughs> so milk in school, and again, forgive me for not being an expert on this because I'm not a milk drinker, but I'm getting there with understanding this. After 2010, September of 2011, only low-fat 1% milk or fat-free skim milk could be served in schools. Guidelines did allow flavorings and lactose-free milk but strictly prohibited whole milk, which is at least 3% fat, and reduced fat milk, 2%. You couldn't have it at all in schools. And of course, Still can't. You know, of course, kids, even those who like to drink milk, don't want to drink something that is masquerading as milk. Those low-fat percentage milks, just not a whole lot of fun. Right. Leave it to the federal government to ruin school lunches. <laughs> it does seem about that way. Uh, so we've passed all these bills. We're getting getting milk back into schools. We've got dairy zones. And uh, you've got a bill that streamlines the process for milk testers. Now, a lot of folks 
you know, understand that a million dairy farms are out there. You got truckers going out every day collecting milk, large tanks of milk from each farm. They have to be tested and make sure that they're they're clean and pure before they get introduced into the system. Where does your bill come in here? So like you said, my legislation will streamline the certification process. So it certific uh, streamlines this process for milk testers, weighers, and samplers. Milk samples in Pennsylvania are taken when milk is picked up at a dairy farm. Those samples are used to determine the value as well as the quality of the milk. Individuals, so those weighers, samplers, testers who collect and test the milk samples have to be certifi certified annually by the Milk Marketing Board. So my bill, it's a pretty simple bill, extends the certification process from one year to two years. So those folks, instead of having to get certified every year, only have to get certified every two years. The change is going to save time and money, and there's roughly 1,500 milk weighers, samplers, and testers in Pennsylvania. So this legislation, and it's my hope, reduces confusion, reduces costs, and reduces uh, regulatory burdens for milk weighers, samplers, and testers. So I'm looking forward to getting that piece of legislation across the finish line. You know, it's been it's been a lot of fun to be part of the uh, the milk initiatives coming out of the ag committee, um, and going back to the whole milk bill. So one of the things that I was thinking about when we passed this out of committee, and this is harkening back to my days as a law student, how do we get across, how do we get over the interstate commerce issue, and get past the federal regulations? John Lawrence, the prime sponsor of the bill, really had a great idea, which is that the federal government doesn't have any authority to dictate policies at the state and local and school district level when the milk is produced in Pennsylvania and sold specifically in Pennsylvania. So as long as the milk doesn't cross state lines, whole milk can be sold in schools. That is a, a, a brilliant legal twist. And takes it, it sometimes takes a, a politician to see the weird corner that must be gotten around here in, in order to get whole milk back in our schools. I'm sure our kids will appreciate it, and I'm sure their bones will appreciate it. This is a, a really a good day. Yeah, I, honestly, it's, it's a good day for states' rights because if the federal government does try to get involved, we have the ability to take them to court and be like, look, we're not violating interstate commerce yeah, laws at all. None of your business. Exactly. This has been another episode of Fresh Takes. Tune in for more episodes of Fresh Takes at repjokerwin.com slash mypodcasts.